Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man, show we go to our neighbors down I 85 South there in Montgomery, Bama State, the Hornets. Coach Donald Hill Ely with me, big game in Southern on Friday. Coach, good to talk to you, man. How are you guys over there in Montgomery? Man, just warming up a little bit, so able to get practice in, but we warming up, man, getting ready for those old Jaguars to come in here Friday. Yes, indeed. Of course, I'm asking this, man. How was it for your team, man? You know, when March, the stuff shut down last March, your guys went home when they come back for a while. So how was trying to manage having all those guys away from you guys and keeping them in shape, academically healthy as well to be eligible this year? How was all that for you and your staff, Coach? It, it was uh, probably one of the toughest things that, ever, that I've ever gone through in my career of being able to uh, – lead the young men uh, from a distance through Zoom and at that time before Zoom, FaceTime, because uh, still trying to make them accountable. A lot of the young men were back in their uh, homes and uh, what we had the coaches to do was divide the team down uh, equally and put two coaches to each group. Uh, we had seven o'clock uh, wake up calls every morning to make sure that they was up getting ready for the day, 11 o'clock check-in calls. Uh, to make sure that they was in the house at night. And I, I know some probably say, why do you have to do that when they're back at home? But when those young men are in a position where they're used to really going from the voice of their coaches oh, yes. and doing things that they need to do on campus, and we're able to get them and put our hands on them, when they get back home, they become grown. And it's uh, kind of unfortunate that the parents, you know, call coach, he didn't come in till late last night, or he's not getting up out the bed. Uh, so, you know, we still have to give them that leadership from there. And then on the football aspect, uh, there's a lot of trust involved. You know, you, you can tell them to go run and, and go lift weights. Uh, some will, but some need that extra motivation. So, uh, you know, we put uh, a strength and conditioning manual in their hands that, you know, when you come back, this is going to be the bar that's raised that you have to meet that bar or you have to go through this to get to, get to it when you get back. So it was very difficult, but... A lot of our young men, uh, you know, did what we asked, and uh, we, and we see the uh, results of it with them being back. Now, Coach, how was the fall? Because, you know, usually you play on season in the fall. They play in the springtime. So how was it for us to ramp up? So to kind of make spring practice, which would be last March, April, May, was that kind of how the fall was, the ramp up for now? Well, you know, it's, a, it's about changing your whole mindset. Uh, the fall uh, has has been football for the country for years. So uh, everybody knows that when uh, August come around, 
uh, it's football season. And now you have to take the young men that have been preparing to uh, for football every uh, August in their life to now say you're not playing. And now we have to uh, get you, we have to get you ready for whenever we may play the next semester. So there's a lot of depression involved. Uh, you got a lot of young men that thought that they were going to be trying out for the NFL uh, this upcoming year, but they, they are now in school a whole nother calendar year before they have that opportunity. You have guys that have graduated and now have the opportunity to complete a master's degree because the NCAA extending their clock, giving them the additional year. You have some guys knowing that they're not going to the NFL, uh, taking advantage of the situation and now getting a master's degree before they complete their eligibility next year. So uh, it was a different mindset, but I think for the most part, our guys uh, made the adjustment and uh, we're seeing the growth of it as we practice today. And coach, uh, for you guys, man, this is so much hard for us with racial injustice, or all the killings we had. So how using those Zoom calls, coach, how did you put your hand of leadership on these young men to help to understand that, hey, this is what you got to deal with as you get older, become an older, younger black male in this country. That we've got to kind of overcome these things and kind of how to carry themselves in the, in Montgomery and beyond, of course. Well, the, the thing that um, that we try to do with our young men, and we're, we're majority populated African-American, is teaching them that you do have a voice. And it's uh, what you do with it that makes the impact. Uh, you know, we've, we've gotten, we have come beyond the point where where we can't fight in the legal system of court. Uh, we have to teach them that if you uh, feel that you are unjust, go down and there's uh, a justice system in place. And, re and regardless how the justice system has been not blind in all aspects as it comes to black, you still have to go through certain, certain uh, procedures to get justice. And you know we're not, you know, uh, and when the young men were at, were at home, it's hard to tell a, a young man after he go he has he has these experiences of watching uh, our black men get killed. It's hard to tell them don't go down and raise hell. And you have to now put them in a situation that uh, you know con uh, of of actions and consequences. Your actions you in control of, but the consequences are somebody else's decision. So to continue to do to do actions that you have the control over and that the consequences will lead to change. So we constantly preach it every day. So to be able to call them and, and give them a chance to express themselves. The first thing is you can't tell a person how they feel, especially a young person, just listen to them. And a lot of times once they make their expression of coach, I feel this way because of this, hear, hear them out and now talk reason. And, you know, because so many times we try to take over the, uh, and tell them what to do but they're, what they're going through don't give them a chance to ex express themselves and they explode. So we tried to listen and then we you know, wanted to be the voice of reason so that they could make some good decisions and get back here safe themselves. And coach, for me, coach, with my radio show, it's bringing a sports show, but I decided to use it for good, coach. Talk about the social justice, right? help people get registered to vote because coach, I'm 33 years old, coach. I feel like I need to take a stand for myself using the platform I have as a, as a black male in media. with a show in Atlanta and then when I'm marketing the country for media, right? Use this right. to project the right tone to people who look like me and who don't look like, like me to understand where I'm coming from, where we're coming from, where, where we want what we want. And coach, I've never been involved in politics in my life, coach. I got involved with the elections of Warnock and Ossoff and the general election with Biden. So 
Coach, this whole situation last year made me become a better person, but a leader. Because I want to use my show to grow people. I'm a, I'm a graduate agency too. TSU up in Nashville, Tennessee State University. That's my, mm-hmm. that's my university. So I know what it, black leadership is, and I want to be one of the leaders of my black generation going forward because of what happened this summer, Coach. And and when you you look at that, you know our young men when they came back for the election, we put together a movement in Montgomery to help change Montgomery Blue. Our young men took over uh, four different polling sites and stood in line for the elderly so that they didn't have to worry about standing in line and holding their spots. You know, election rule says that you can't vote for them, but it don't say you can't stand for them. So we put those young men out, helping them get in and out of the car. Uh, We fed the elderly. We held their spot in the line and they gave them a sense of comfort of coming to vote. And then the, the thing that they did that was most important is that they exercised their right to vote themselves. So, uh, you know, we all have to have to do that. One thing, we can have different bank accounts, we can have different sizes of the house, but when it comes to voting, we all got that one right to ability to vote and we got, all have to exercise it. That's where we become equal. You got that right, Coach. And Coach, I'm this, man, you have a diverse team, different backgrounds. So on those calls, Coach, guys about you from California, Atlanta, here in Georgia, Alabama, up and down the state. So how was it getting guys with different perspectives, different backgrounds to talk about in front of their teammates about how they feel, how it is, where, where they're from? Because I feel like for me, with my insurance I have, Coach, hearing their stories taught me more about them. So I, I get them, but it's like now I can lead them and be their mentor for them now better because I heard their true backstory, where how they feel the, feel, the way they feel. Right. You know, again, we have more liquor stores and gun stores than we have libraries in our community. So we we have to change the outlook of what we're providing. And and with that, uh, access and opportunity. Uh, A lot of our young men that come from these neighborhoods hadn't had access and definitely haven't had opportunities and therefore has eliminated exposure. Exposure gives them an opportunity to see things different. Uh, and being able to, to uh, take them to a museum or take them on college campus. Uh, we had a session where we had the guys from different regions to, to have discussion, but we have a makeup of about uh, 15, 10% of our team uh, that's Caucasian. So I, we had a form where we would take two Caucasians or Hispanic and, and two uh, brothers from different regions and let them talk about what they saw. How did that make them feel, you know, from the... Uh, Trayvon uh, Martin to the floor to give them an opportunity to give their perspective. Because the key is, is that we can differ in opinion, but we still have to respect each other at some level when it comes to moving uh, moving us forward. And, and, uh, and to be able to see these young men have dialogue and conversation on, when you did this, this made me feel that way. And when that happened, it made me feel that way. So don't uh, don't say I'm tripping because I'm pissed off and I don't feel like being bothered. Just know that I'm just tired and I'm going through it. So respect, you know, res- respect my struggle. And we had a chance to really have some good dialogue that I think we became closer as a family and as a team because you you had the opportunity to have a Caucasian to say, I'm sorry for what I saw because I never would have had to have been doing that. But to be honest, that we all get pulled over different. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 50 something old, and when the lights go on behind me, it, it's no different than that 17 year old brother. We all getting treated the same, but my Caucasian players, they get pulled over and hey, your light is out on the back, have a good day. Now, not all in every situation, but the anxiety that goes with 
uh, dealing with law and justice is not the same for us in the country. And when we're honest with that, we can move forward. Yes, indeed, Coach. And Coach, let me ask you this, man. You have a lot of guys on your team from Atlanta and Georgia, period. Tell us about how recruiting up I-85 is good for you guys at Alabama State and the Horns because it's a short drive right from home. So we can get back just two hours, get back to home. So tell us about recruiting here in Georgia, having those Georgia players on your roster, man. Well, you know, the great thing about it, you know, uh, two, uh, we two hours from the A. So we can get players from over there that folks can come over here, tailgate, watch our game, and be back in their bed that night going to church on Sundays. And we found that um, you can get so many great football players out of that, but more importantly, so many great per people. We've been able to uh, educate a lot of those young men from that particular area, putting them back in those communities. Uh, that's making a difference. We have about five different coaches that's over in that area because we want to be as Georgia's big, as you know, and we want to be able to get representations from each one of those counties that's over there. And I think we have that. And uh, we just ask, you know, as you uh, deal with your uh, HBCUs, your Morehouse, your clocks, that you add Alabama State to your list as your Division One Black College team that you support and come on over here to Alabama and, uh, and have a good time and get on back today. You get out there, right? I love coming down to Montgomery. Coach, I love going over there on, on Ann Street to the Walmart and the Popeyes. <laughs> when, oh, I, oh, when I stop there, the, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw, yeah, when I stop by, I go to the Walmart and the Popeyes up the street there always. <laughs> every time I ride through there, man. So I love Montgomery. So you got the, the Bayou Bengals coming to you to see you on Friday. Tell us about the matchup. We'll be key for you guys to win that game on Friday. Get that swag schedule going real good for you guys. Well, you know what? We hadn't played Southern in a while. Uh, Coach Odoms and I go way back, so I know he's going to have those guys ready to go. Uh, this is uh, my third year. Uh, the majority of the guys on the team have come from my recruiting classes. And uh, and this in three, we, you know, we feel we're going to rise. I think that we have the guys that's in place now to start pressing for championships year, year in and year out. The way the things that I see in practice now is that we're not missing, you know, players in, in any segment. We have players in every position on that field. And now it's about the team that jail the fastest will be the, uh, the team to have the success on Friday. Uh, you know, we can't turn the football over. Uh, we have to play very salty defense, and we have to uh, be very good in our kicking game. Well, Coach, thank you for your time today. You're my first interview of the year of the SWAC, so I'm glad to talk to you first, Coach. So I'll be cheering for you. Nobody else come on the show this week. You did. So guess what? I'm, I'm cheering for you. That's what I'm talking about, boss, man. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's the Hornets, baby. I'm all Hornets yeah. all the time, baby. The black and gold. You see? You can't see. Hey, that's it's what, what it do. is. <laughs> Look, as I say, tell – Hey, tell them welcome to the A, baby. <laughs> yes, indeed. Because, yeah, you my, you're my neighbor to the south, I-85. Y'all my homies. So we're on the same core, though, so I got to rock with y'all. We good. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We got room. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, all right, Coach, I'm on, the, I'm on the wagon there because I'm on the train with you, Coach. I'm on we it. looking for you. Look, we're going we to get you some nail over there so you can represent. Now, you can you got to make sure you put that layer out there and let them know where you're going straight to Montgomery. Hey, hey, get with Travis. Tell, tell, tell me, send me some of that good stuff, Coach. I want to wear some of that gear, man. I love the colors. I, I've had more on the show, too. So I have my man more on the show. Yeah, yeah, so let's do it.
We're going to send you some stuff. And since you're going to Popeye's, we're going to make sure we got the right size for you over there now. Hey, all these larges give me good. Large, large is good, man. Yeah. Seven and five in the cap, but Coach, I will rock the polo, the shirt, everything for you, man. I'll be your walking billboard for you, the audience, baby. ASU, let's get it going to swag. You feel me? Coming in the mail, baby. On his way. On his way. Hey, Coach, thank you for your time today, Coach. Be safe and get that win on Friday, man. No doubt. No doubt. Appreciate you, brother. Anytime, Coach. Be good, man. All right. Peace out. All right, now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.